this practice is about our own heart and mind. And when we are opening our own heart and mind and we're freeing it from this hatred and ill will, then our actions and our speech um, can come from that place. But this, this is not a practice of becoming a doormat. This is not a practice of not only opening our heart towards the world, but then inviting them all in for dinner. So there's, there's a line which I was desperately looking for before I came in, and I couldn't find who to attribute to or, or even the exact phrase, but this idea of uh, opening our heart to our difficult person, but not inviting them into our home, not having to invite them here on this retreat, uh, spiritually, energetically, um, it doesn't mean that you have to um, put all your guards down, especially if this is a person who is really harmful. This is a person that you don't feel safe with. They don't need to be here with you. So what do I mean by this exactly in terms of practice? If you want to, you can imagine this person as far away as needed. You can imagine them somewhere out of the county. You can imagine them out of the state. You can put them in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. You can put them on Mars. It doesn't really matter. Put them as far away as you need to and create that space that you need. So that you don't need them to be sitting next to you while you're doing metta. Where, when we're, we're inviting the friend and the benefactor in, you know, we often might have this sense of closeness, uh, even in proximity. With the difficult person, just know that you're welcome to not have to do that. You're welcome to really keep that space. And there's, there can be a real wisdom to this. In fact, this is sometimes where our heart practices meet our wisdom practice. So you can see what, what is most helpful for you. With the difficult person, we'll start with ourselves and our benefactor, um, our friend, and then we're going to dip into the difficult person. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna guide this, of course. But at any point, if you find, and this is true for any of the, the different categories, if at any point you find that, uh, it's just too much. This is, this is really too difficult. And you can't bring in another person. The person that has arisen is just the person that is here. And it's feeling like, you can't just excuse them and have them go on their way. If it's getting too much, then it's okay to back out. Go back to your mindfulness practice. Uh, go back to benefactor or whoever really nourishes you in this metta practice. So sometimes I think of metta practice, um, all of us, practicing, uh, jumping into a really cold body of water. And some of us, you know, we start by just putting our toes in and acclimating to the temperature, and then we go a little bit further and a little bit further. 
And then there's those of us who are just going to run and do a cannonball and jump in full, full on into that cold water because <laughs> we think that's the way to do it. And then what do we do? It's just so cold for our system that we jump out of the water. It's way too much. And then we, you know, go on from there. But at some point, however we jump into the metta practice, to have some trust that at some point you can swim in the depth of this practice. And that it, even if you're going in and out of it, that that's okay. That that's part of this gentle progression. And that's really a part of the process that you're in here. Let's see. One more thing and then we'll practice together. And that is, last time I was here, if you remember, I talked about bringing your back up. When you are working with a difficult person or with yourself or whoever uh, there seems to be a challenge with and you're having a hard time really connecting or having a hard time staying with the metta practice, you can always bring your back up. Bring in your benefactors. Bring in your ancestors, bring in the devas, whoever the deities that you uh, associate with or associate um, a feeling of safety, of benevolence, of true wisdom, of true compassion. Bring them into your practice. Allow the metta to flow through them to this person. It's you, of course, who's doing all this, but um, sometimes this is just a nice framework in order to stay with the difficult person. So feel free to bring your back up in whatever way that that's looking for you. Okay. So we'll begin just finding that posture that is going to be most supportive, perhaps noticing your energy level right now, in choosing the posture that will most support you in this moment. Starting with awareness, mindfulness, feeling the body here, feeling the breath. Sometimes it's helpful to breathe in a way that is nurturing or nourishing. And so today, we'll start with our benefactor, bringing in that person or that archetype 
either having a visual sense of this person or archetype or a felt sense of them. Wishing them to feel safe, to be happy, healthy, at ease. And as you do this, you might have a sense of receiving that metta from them as well. As you're reciting the phrases, allowing that recitation to be at ease, to follow a rhythm that is most supportive for you. You might have it follow the breath. You might recite it quickly in order to really keep your attention. Or you might just every now and then inject this, one of the sweet phrases that your heart is able to resonate with and open to. 
almost like you're soaking in this warm bath of metta. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at ease.
If you'd like, you can allow the benefactor to stay present in some way, but now directing the metta towards yourself. Noticing if there's a change in tone when you're directing it towards yourself or a different feeling in the body. There's no need to actually change any of that, just being aware of any slight, subtle changes, or maybe the change is not so subtle. And still knowing that you can just be with it, no need to fix it. And very gently reciting the metta phrases for self. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be at ease.
invite you to move on to either friend or the neutral person, whichever uh, just seems most connecting to you. When we start to include a lot of the different categories, sometimes it can feel a little rushed, though. So if you want to stay with self or benefactor, that's just fine. Stay in touch with your own pace. There's no need to push forward or have a sense of keeping up. Really listen to your own heart. Just see who comes up in one of these four categories, benefactor, self, friend, neutral person. And see whom you'd like to engage with. No need to do this in some idea of a right way or feeling like you have to follow the directions. But whoever you're with, yourself or other, noticing where the body and the mind and the heart contract, noticing when that connection of metta doesn't really feel real. The phrases feel rote. Bringing a kind awareness to these kinds of experiences is metta practice. It's all included. And then if the heart is open, the mind is open, noticing that too. No need to try and keep it that way. No need to add any worries about it ending. Just being with the experience of an open mind, open heart.
Now I invite you to turn your metta towards the difficult person. Remember to choose somebody who's not a 10 on the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being your most difficult person. Choose a 5 or a 7 or if you're feeling really tender and and vulnerable, choose a 3 or a 2. Just dipping your toes in that water. There's no need to rush the process. Holding them at a distance if you need to. Putting them far out into the universe. I remember once I put somebody in a brick room, (laughs) completely uh, shut off from the world so that they... There was a sense of safety that I could more easily open my heart. Bring in your backup if need be. And notice as you recite the phrases where the heart contracts, where the mind contracts, where the mind gets stimulated. They don't really deserve this metta. They're not worthy of this metta. What's the point? Just noticing the mind caught up. It's just caught up in its stories, and those stories may be well-founded. And so, again, you don't have to fix any of this, but allow it to be in the field of metta. We can bring our kind awareness, our gentleness, our compassion to the resistance that might be there. We can bring it even to our hatred towards the difficult person. And so with our toes in the water, we wish the difficult person that same quality of openness, inclusion. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. May you be safe. 
from inner and outer harm. May you be happy and content. May you be healthy in the mind and in the body. May you have ease in this life. At any point, it becomes too much, too intense. You feel yourself spinning out, or the body and the mind is so contracted. Then backing, backing off, backing away, allowing your attention to go 
towards your benefactor or towards yourself, bringing compassion towards yourself, the difficulty that you may be sensing or feeling in relationship with the difficult person. Taking good care, being gentle with yourself. And you can stay there, just wishing compassion towards yourself, or if you're feeling your capacity rising, you can again turn towards the difficult person. You can even choose another difficult person, someone lower on the scale, just to try it out, knowing that you can always come back out, back to benefactor, compassion towards yourself, or even to mindfulness whatever is most skillful, whatever is needed.
In a moment, I'm going to ring the bell. And so if you like, it might be skillful to, if you haven't already, bring your attention back to the body, sitting here, feeling your breath, doing a little bit of metta, compassion for yourself in this moment, depending on just how you're holding the practice of metta for the difficult person. I'm going to ring the bell, and you're welcome to stay in that place, that nourishing, grounded place. If you don't want to open your eyes yet, we'll do a little Q&A. You're welcome to just sit quietly if you want to, or move after I ring the bell. But before you jump up or open your eyes, just seeing what's really needed for you in this moment. What's needed to increase that continuation of presence, of mindfulness, and metta. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.